welcome to Soul Speak. I'm your host, Erica Elmitz. This is the podcast where I help to bring humanity to high consciousness and high consciousness to humanity, one podcast at a time. Do you have somebody in your life that's really, really, really sweet, but totally drains your energy? And do you feel bad when you have to make excuses not to spend time with them? Do you feel a sense of obligation to keep certain people in your life, but if it were up to you, you probably wouldn't choose to spend time with them? Or do you feel like you have to keep up with current events because it's what you should do? Well, if so, then stay tuned. This is the episode for you. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you what I deem to be the six truths that will make setting boundaries way easier, because this is something that I know everyone has struggled with at some time or another in their life, and often can be a very critical and powerful piece of a soul growth journey. Now, before we get into it, I always like to begin all of my podcasts with an oracle message. And today I'm actually going to be pulling from a tarot deck. And this is actually a very new deck to me. It is a tarot deck that's called the Angel Wisdom Tarot by Radley Valentine. And for some reason, I felt like pulling from tarot today instead of from um, an oracle deck. And I'm just going to go with it. So I always pull this card live. And it's intended as, sorry for the shuffling noises, but I like to kind of get the energy flowing before I pull the cards. Um, But I like to do this as a way to be very intentional with your time here in this podcast. So this can often be sort of a setting the tone message or something to keep in mind as you listen to this podcast. And not only how it relates to this topic, but just how this relates in your life right now as you're listening to this podcast. And it could have absolutely nothing to do with our topic here, but I'm just going to pull a tarot card and see what message wants to come out as we begin. Okay. And we're getting, oh my gosh, we get the six of cups. The six of cups is about soulmates. It's about children. It's about childhood. It's about the nostalgia that we feel for our past This is where we can sometimes romanticize how things used to be instead of looking at really how they are now. And I find this very fascinating that this has come in as today's tarot card as we talk about boundaries and friendships and really with all types of relationships because boundaries are obviously not simply for friends, family, boundaries, as you will hear as we continue this podcast today, have more to do with more than just people. So really quickly, announcements. Um, I just have recorded a really, really awesome video today, and um, I happen to be recording this in October of 2020, and I've done a series of videos on my YouTube channel about the energies of Mars and Venus and their transits through the sky and how this impacts us when it does come to relationships. Mars being the masculine energy and how we choose to go after what we want in relationships, how we, uh, what we desire, how we're going to go for it, kind of more the masculine and the, 
and Venus represents the feminine, which is how we like to be loved, how we like to nurture the more emotional, expressive aspects of love. And if you haven't checked it out, I have to say this particular series of two videos that I've done about Mars and Venus at this time, if you're listening to this real time close to when I'm recording it in the fall of 2020, I definitely would recommend to go check that out because it is a fascinating dance between the two energies relating to love and um, relationships. So uh, just wanted to make that announcement. If you're interested in checking that out over on my YouTube channel, I will put the link in the show description here for the podcast. So let's dive right into our topic of today, which is the six truths that will make setting boundaries way easier. Now, especially as we're navigating this particular world we're living in, again, I'm recording this in the fall of 2020, when we're in the midst of just a really difficult time in the world, and we really are facing one of the most difficult times when it comes to interpersonal relationships. Let's face it, everybody's shadows are playing each other out. (laughs) You know, everywhere we look, we are encountering everyone's shadows that for many people, this is something that maybe we haven't noticed before because we haven't ever been in such an unprecedented situation as we are now where tensions are running high. People are really showing all sides of themselves and not always very pretty. But especially at this time, one of the themes that I've been teaching about for a while is about the fact that In order to ascend, oftentimes we will um, break free from certain friendships or certain relationships that no longer serve us. And I've done an episode already on friendships and friendship breakups, if you're interested in checking that out. But I find that when it comes to the topic of setting boundaries, it's relatively easy, or I should say easier, to set boundaries with people that we don't know very well. These are acquaintances or colleagues or people that we see at the gym. These are people that we don't have a lot emotionally invested in and therefore setting boundaries with those people that either drain our energy or are negative or argumentative who bring us down after we leave a conversation with them. It's much easier to leave those people behind and to set boundaries with them because you don't really have a lot of skin in the game and there's not really much at stake. But where I find that boundaries are the most difficult for people to learn to set are with those relationships that we feel a sense of loyalty to or that we sense uh, feel a sense of obligation to for whatever reason. Maybe this is a friend that we've had since kindergarten. Maybe this is the person who was the best man or the maid of honor at your wedding, but now you've just kind of gone your separate ways. You know, life has happened and you're no longer connected in the way that you were before. Or maybe this is even with someone who's in your family and you have to see them because they are part of your family. So these tend to be the relationships where we have a lot more difficulty setting boundaries. And so my goal for today's podcast is to give you six different truths that's going to help you make setting boundaries, even with these people, much easier. So this is kind of like a little pep talk uh, 
to help you really understand why this is such an important practice and also in order to really show up in the world as strong and as light-filled as possible. So the first of the six truths is that your energy matters number one. You are only responsible for you. As much as we care about people around us, as much as we love them, as much as we want the best for them, at the end of the day, you are only responsible for you and your energy. So where is your energy going? Oftentimes we simply just go on our lives relatively unconsciously and just assume that we have to interact with people and sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's draining, sometimes it's negative. But when we go through life unconsciously like this, what we don't realize is how much energy we're giving to things that are distracting us from our truth and from our light. So if you think about it, your field, your energy field has a certain brightness. If you think of it like your light. And when you do not have strong boundaries and you give your energy, which is a precious resource, when you give your energy and spread it out over a lot of different things or a lot of different people, there's less of your light to shine. I like to think of it like a container. We have a container of light. And if we do not have strong boundaries, it's like we have our container of light is made out of mesh and the energy can leak out. And what happens when the energy or the light leaks out is it dims the light. Yet when we have strong boundaries and a strong container with very firm boundaries, that light doesn't go anywhere. We control through the boundaries where that light goes. And when we strengthen the light and we shine the light brightly, that's where we're able to really hone in on how much we can direct into our purpose, our passions, our paths. And often people can be unconscious about this because we just kind of assume that these people have been in our lives. It's almost like out of habit that we may hang out with certain people or we always do this at, on the 4th of July or we always do this at Thanksgiving. And we don't stop and think, is this serving me right now? It used to serve me. It used to be fun. But now I don't respond or get the same kind of a reward out of spending time with these individual people. And so understanding that pro your primary responsibility is with your own energy and that other people are responsible for their own energy and their own decisions is often the plight of a lot of empaths and a lot of healers is we want to give to others. We want to help other people. But when we are focused on others' needs before our own, it drains our energy. We have less of our light to shine. That's why when you go on an airplane, they say, put on your oxygen mask first and then assist somebody else. It's the same principle here. So the first of the truths is that your energy matters number one 
above all else because if your energy isn't strong and bright, you're going to have less to not only give to yourself, but also to others when you choose to give to them. So your number one priority is to strengthen yourself first. Now the second truth is that you are not strengthening spiritually by tolerating other people. It's almost like there's a belief inherent in some people that if they're spiritually strong, that they should be able to handle being around negative people, people who are draining, and people who just aren't ultimately in alignment vibrationally. There's almost this belief that the stronger I am, the more I can tolerate. And I'm here to say it's the opposite. Your spiritual strength is not in tolerating people. Your spiritual strength develops by choosing not to. So let me say that again. You are not strengthening spiritually by tolerating draining energy that pulls you down. You are developing strongly spiritually when you choose not to. Now I talk about this a little bit more in the episode around some friendships, especially there's like the third type of friendship ending that um, this relates more to, which is the person that is so sweet and so kind, but you just don't vibe anymore. Vibrationally, there's no longer an alignment. And these are the hardest ones to put up these boundaries with. But it's important that when you are around somebody and you are consciously aware that they are draining you of your energy, it's even more important to choose not to tolerate it because that's because you're conscious of it. You're aware of it. It's one thing when we go around our life unconsciously, but as a soul that is ascending and growing in this human incarnation, the moment that we realize a certain person is having an effect on us physically, emotionally, and spiritually, that is when we are tasked with stepping up and walking the talk. That is where we realize it, we are aware of it, and now it's time to act on what we know. So I'm here to give you permission to put up strong boundaries, even with those people that you feel like you should tolerate or that you have an obligation or loyalty to. So remember, you're not strengthening by tolerating because that is a drain on your energy. If you think about it from an energetic standpoint, you're not strengthening spiritually when you are tolerating someone who's draining you. You are strengthening by choosing not to so that you can either be by yourself to strengthen within self or get around others who are actually enlightening and raise your vibration and are energizing and bring about an energy of, of um, enthusiasm and inspiration. Because that's ultimately what the choice is, is choosing to spend time with those that inspire you versus those that pull the energy from you. Because in those relationships, when someone is pulling your energy and draining it, it's often because 
there is no reciprocity in the dynamic. There's no equal give and take. Sometimes we give in a relationship, but we receive equally. That doesn't drain you. But when it's a one-sided equation, that's when we know it's draining us. So it's important to give yourself the permission to put up these boundaries because it is important to understand how much you are developing your strength in making these pretty tough decisions. You know, no one said, no one said spirituality was easy and it was a piece of cake. Often, the more that we ascend, sometimes the harder the lessons are because when you know better, you do better, right? And that's how that's how, what applies here specific to boundaries. So the third truth is the higher you go, the more boundaries you'll have. So the more that you grow, the more that you ascend, the more that you spend your energy in higher vibrational activities, in alignment with your higher self, with your truth, the greater the discrepancy in the energies you're going to notice with those that are not doing the same in their life. Now, there is no judgment around those that are on a different spiritual path in any way. Everyone has their own journey. But the more that you are in, focused on yours and your strength and your light, when you get around those people that aren't growing or that are staying where they are or they don't want to change or they're not interested in becoming better, that discrepancy and that delta in the frequencies that you're going to feel is going to be even harder to tolerate. It's like the higher you go, the more boundaries you're going to have. That's why when, for example, you get together with your friends that you've been friends with since high school and you see each other at the holidays and you get around them and you just don't get the same vibe anymore. You don't get the same, like you might enjoy seeing them, but it's just not, it just doesn't give to you as much as it used to. So understanding that the stronger your vibe, the stronger your light, the higher your vibration and your frequency goes, the more boundaries you're going to need to put up because you're going to be less tolerant. Many of you may find that when you suddenly are around somebody or a situation at work, for example, maybe you used to tolerate a job because it was pretty good and it was fine, but you've gone on a growth journey and now it's like you go in there and you can't tolerate the competition, the backstabbing, the negativity, the ego, whatever it is. It's like you find yourself extra sensitive to things, but that's because of the vibrational discrepancy. So knowing that the higher you go and the higher you raise your vibration, the more boundaries you'll need to have. Because if you think of it like a math equation, it's like you have a big number and a little number, right? And then you mix them together and everyone's brought down to kind of like a middle ground, right? So if you think of it that way, just know that it's going to be that much more important for you to have more boundaries the higher you go. So again, giving yourself permission to put boundaries up because you have worked your ass off to get to this point where your vibration is, is high. You are feeling good. You're doing things in your life. Like you deserve to keep that vibration high. You don't want to go backwards. You don't want to go backwards in your energy after all the work it's taken to get there. So that's number three. So the fourth truth is that when you set a boundary with someone, 
It is a gift to the other person. If you knew that you were gifting the other person an opportunity to learn and to grow, would that make it easier for you to set a boundary? Absolutely. So often when we set a boundary, we feel like we're doing something hurtful possibly to that person. Maybe we are, you know, pushing them away or we're setting a boundary. And there's many ways to set boundaries. There's many ways to do this. Sometimes you speak about it. Sometimes you shouldn't speak about it because it might be too hurtful to the person. But our perception when we set boundaries, especially if this is something we've worked through in this, in this lifetime as one of our growth journeys, is to heal from um, having weak boundaries, is we feel badly. We feel like we're hurting that person by limiting their exposure to us. And that's the hardest with the people that are so sweet and so nice. They mean well, but they just don't jive with you anymore. That's the hardest group to do this with. But when you put up a boundary, even with those people that are meaning well, well well-intentioned, you do gift them an opportunity to reflect, to reflect on their behavior, to reflect on their energy. And they may not be doing anything quote unquote wrong. So I don't want to imply in any way that somebody, if this is like a punishment, if somebody has done anything quote unquote wrong. No, this can be simply just a vibrational mismatch. You know, you were in the same place at a certain time, you had a soul contract together, and now that soul contract has kind of come to a completion and your energies just don't mesh anymore. So definitely I don't want to imply that they've done anything wrong. But it can be an opportunity for that person, if they've been depending on you for advice or guidance, and that's part of how they're draining you, is they're always looking to you for the answer. When you gift them a boundary, that's going to give them the opportunity to seek the answers within themselves. Because isn't that the ultimate goal? is to connect to our own inner knowing and inner truth. So by setting a boundary with other people, it is gifting them the opportunity to devote their energy towards something else. Now setting boundaries with people that is a gift can happen both in person and also online. There are people that you can stay connected to online. You can stay friends with them online, but there's ways to set boundaries even with people online that are energetically supportive of your path. There are ways to do this on various social media platforms, but that's a simple way to be able to shield your energy. I know for me, I've kind of gone back and forth with social media personally, and I've had times, I've had, you know, long hiatuses from social media, then I go back for a little bit, and then I pull back again. I mean, I kind of go back and forth on it myself personally, but there are some people that they're the ones that maybe they post things that all the time either get you annoyed (laughs) or they are being judgmental or they don't even realize their shadows are showing. And you can easily shift your social media use to where you no longer see what they're posting. So that is a way to, again, 
not to, to put up a boundary where maybe the other person doesn't realize you're not seeing their posts and that's okay. You know, all the algorithms change all the time anyway, right? As if you're not interacting or not engaging often, they won't even have you see people anymore. But um, just reiterating the fact that boundaries can be important, not only in-person interactions, but also online. So remember, the boundary that you set is a gift to the other person. And if you know this, would it make it easier for you to set boundaries? And I know the answer is yes. So the fifth truth is that boundaries are not just for people. <laughs> boundaries are for other things too. Certainly, we, we have boundaries with our work and our home life. We have boundaries with our free time. But one of the most important boundaries that I have set in my life personally, and I have seen work wonders for others as well, is I have set a boundary with information and with media. I stopped watching news 20 years ago because I realized that even though I felt a desire to be able to speak intelligently about what's going on in the world, I was starting to discover how much my energy was drained when I was watching the news. And it got to a point where I noticed the pattern very strongly. And the moment I stopped watching the news as a part of my daily routine, my life completely changed. I started spending that time and that share of my mind and my energy towards inspiring things, towards uplifting things, towards reading inspirational things and leadership books and personal growth books. Because what I was finding is my energy as an empath was just getting pulled down by watching the bad news, because of course, bad news sells. Watching the bad news brought my energy down about stuff that I can't personally change. And that made a massive difference. So think about the areas of your life where you notice your energy dropping. This could be with information. This could be with things you see on television. This could be things, how you're spending your time, where you're spending your time. So remember, as we're having the boundary conversation and why it's so important to your light and to your vibration, remember boundaries are not just for people in our lives. So the last and final truth that we're going to talk about today is it's not just about you. So what do I mean by that? When you have strong boundaries and you live from a discipline of making sure that your energy and your light stays strong, your light emanates from your being and impacts far more than just you. Your light is so needed for humanity at this time that having strong boundaries will not only improve your life, there are people that are light beings and light workers that literally are like avatars who walk around the planet sharing their light by simply being in the same room with people. These are the people that walk through the grocery store with a smile on their face, with a good energy, and you just feel this beautiful energy radiating from them. You may not even speak to them, but that energy 
has an impact. That energy has an influence. And when we don't have strong boundaries and our light is dimmer, we walk around drained. We don't have as bright of a light to share with others. So at this time in this great awakening and the ascension into the new earth energies that we're all experiencing at this time, it is even more vitally important that we realize that our light and our boundaries that lead to our light being stronger are so needed for humanity at this time. So there we have it, guys. Erica's six truths that will make setting boundaries a lot easier. I hope that you found this helpful. And I hope that these reminders, if you're ever in a situation where you're starting to feel a little bit, oh, I don't know, I feel like I should, I feel like I should, but I don't really want to, remember these six truths. Revisit this podcast, re-listen to it, journal about it, and remind yourself that there are so many gifts that come by our setting our boundaries that go far beyond just our own lives. So now we're going on to the question of the week. So the question this week is, I'm finding it really difficult to stay strong with so much going on around me. There's so much negativity. What's the best way to stay positive when the world is just so awful right now? <laughs> Isn't that the million dollar question? And it does feed a little bit into what we talked about in today's podcast. And I'll start this answer off with exactly what we talked about in this podcast, which is about the boundaries, the importance of having boundaries. When we encounter negativity, what is the source of that negativity? Is it other people? Is it conversations? Is it in the workplace? Where is that negativity? And first recognizing where it's coming from and then seeing what we can do to put up a boundary, whatever that means. Now, depending on the circumstance, that can mean different things. But recognizing where the source of negativity comes from is the first step and then figuring out how to put up a boundary around that. So boundaries, number one, very important. The second thing that's important to try to stay positive in the world that is really kind of crazy, and that's certainly an understatement, right, is be intentional with where you're putting your time. If you notice a lot of energy that is coming at you, maybe it's from sources you can't necessarily do anything about, you know, maybe you have to deal with your negative boss at work and you can't just say, I don't want to talk to you anymore. But when you're, when you're noticing that your energy is down, it's important that you are extremely intentional with raising your vibration. A is recognizing my energy is down. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling um, pessimistic right now. Is recognizing it and then immediately remedying it. There's many ways to do this. One of the fun ways that I always do with my daughter is forever in a mood. Like sometimes we get into a mood <laughs> with each other and we're both kind of in a pissy mood or just things aren't going well that day. One of the things we love to do is we love to go and watch clips of America's Funniest Home Videos and just laugh, you know, just laugh at some of the silliness or we'll watch silly animal videos on YouTube or we'll watch an episode of a show that we think is hilarious. You know, that's when we have the consciousness to realize we're not in a good energy and we will immediately find a remedy. 
For some people, this could be going out and going for a run. Brings your energy up, raises those endorphins, whatever. For some people, it's doing yoga. For some people, it's turning on your favorite music and dancing around the living room. For everybody, it's different. You know what it is for you. So when you know that you're down, be very intentional with raising your vibration because it's important that you're extremely protective of it. Because like I said before, it is a precious resource that you have earned, earned through your hard work, through your trials and tribulations in your life. You do not want to just give away your positive energy and your alignment because of the environment you're in. And that is the challenge everyone is facing now. If you have been struggling with this, I do have a playlist over on YouTube of some channeled messages I have to help people stay strong. I also have the first episode of my podcast, which is how to stay in your light during a difficult time. Those are additional resources if you'd like additional help with this, because it isn't easy. Um, The third thing that I want to just share as a discipline is as you're going through your day-to-day life, and you come across things that are inspirational, that make you feel good. Maybe it's a video, maybe it's a movie, maybe it's a song, maybe it's a passage in the Bible, maybe it's, it's something in a book that you read that you highlighted. Start amassing those things. Start amassing a list of places you can go that you know are going to lift your vibe, lift your vibration. And again, it's going to be different for all of you. But if you, as you're going through your life, like sometimes it's people just putting images that they love that they maybe would put on a vision board. They throw it into a folder and they just start to look at it. It starts to get their dreamer going. It starts to lift their vibe as they start to connect with what they really want. Whatever it is for you is to just start gathering things that you can call on when you're feeling like you need a dose of positivity. So I hope that that helps for those of you struggling with staying strong. And again, the first episode of my podcast is all about this. And so is a playlist where I do videos over on my YouTube channel. It's called the Lightworker series. And there's a series of videos in there titled How to Survive the Great Awakening. So those are um, other resources I could send you to if this is something that you are struggling with. So... With that, we are wrapping up here, but before we wrap up, I'm going to pull a final oracle card or guidance card to close out this podcast. But before I pull that card, I want to have you tune in to the next episode where I'm going to be talking about the million dollar question, and that is destiny and free will and how they interact what is destined, and how much does free will have an impact on what is destined. So stay tuned to the next episode. I will be talking about that next time. So as we're wrapping up this this podcast today, I'm just going to pull again from the same deck as the final message to think about as we wrap this up. Oh, wow. And we have the tower card, but in this deck, it's called transformation. It's, I'll just read the card because in this deck, they actually have descriptions, but it says a significant life experience that requires changes to be made. Powerful and often unexpected revelations, breaking free of procrastination and releasing old belief systems. 
this transformation card, which is interesting, that's typically associated with the death card in tarot, but this is the tower. And often the tower comes in as oftentimes a breakthrough. It can be a breakthrough or it can be something that causes a deep level of transformation. And the analogy I always like to use is the tower is not simply a remodel, right? When you remodel a home, you knock down some walls, you change some things around, but it's ultimately a remodel. The tower energy is not a remodel. The tower energy is where we literally bulldoze the house down to the ground and we build an entirely brand new foundation, an entirely new vision that is more aligned for our future. So as we wrap this up, think about the areas of your life that you have some new revelations, some breakthroughs. Hopefully this podcast has been something that has clicked for you that will allow you to build your life, to to go forward in your light stronger than ever before. So with that, my friends, be sure to check out my YouTube channel where I have hundreds of other videos there. And until next time, I'm Erica Elmitz and you've been listening to Soul Speak. Be well, loves.